0: Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab, beneath the surface, so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Dr. Anna Goetz, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, thank you so much for joining us. We're very thankful to have everyone coming back in to listen. This is Confessions from a Dental Lab, the show that takes you beneath the surface. You can learn things, hear things right from the source. And the main goal is just for everyone to get better from this. So whether you're a dental technician listening in, a dentist listening in, or just someone who is maybe thinking about some of those fields, uh, you have a lot of great information right here. And we're really excited to talk to Dr. Getz today because you know we've been having some more dentists on the show And it's always interesting to hear different perspectives because there are so many uh, right ways to do it. And we're excited to kind of get into that in a little bit. So first question, Dr. Getz, would you be able to introduce yourself? Like who is Dr. Getz, who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, Um, so on a more personal level, I guess I grew up in Hartford, Wisconsin, um, which is like an hour north of Milwaukee. Um, And then I uh, graduated Marquette in 2021 um, with my dental degree. So just almost two years ago, Um, I'm a newer dentist. Now my husband and I live in Northern Wisconsin with our one and a half year old son, um, Otto, and our black lab Piper. And I'm actually due with another boy in about a month. (laughs) So we are busy um we love everything outdoors um all the seasons hiking biking snowshoeing fishing <laughs> and then especially we love summer which hopefully it comes soon uh we love boating fishing and and swimming in the lakes around us
0: that's amazing uh honestly some of my fondest memories are going up north in the summer as well snow skiing yeah. snowboarding in the winter is fun ice skating's fun but like you said hopefully summer comes soon because yeah. who doesn't love some warmer weather right yeah. So thanks for sharing that. That's super exciting. You, you have a nice young family and it's growing very quickly uh, sharing a little bit about your dog. Um, you know, you kind of started on this, but could you, could you uh, expand a bit for our audience? Like how long have you been practicing dentistry and mm-hmm. as much as you want to share, could you tell us about your dental journey?
1: Yeah, of course. So like I said, um, I graduated just in 2021. Um, so to get to that point, My interest in dentistry really started um, when I had some pretty significant orthodontic work done when I was in grade school. Um, And I always just thought that was so interesting and cool. And so ever since then, I just kind of kept working towards it and wanted to become a dentist. So I shadowed my family dentist um, in the summer and after school a lot through high school. Um, And then I went to UW-Milwaukee for undergraduate studies, um, and I was accepted into dental school about a year early, and so I started dental school in 2017, and then graduated in 2021, Um, so then shortly after that, I started working for Northwoods Dentistry, and that's where I work now still. Um, I am out of Manaqua, Woodruff area, but Northwoods Dentistry is six practices um, all around the Northwoods. So I am actually a solo dentist at my practice. Um, So I kind of do everything, but it's good that we have like the other offices so I can always, you know, bounce ideas off of them or kind of work with them on tougher cases. Um, So, yeah, that's where I'm at now. And coming up, I guess, in June, that'll be two years.
0: So cool. It's actually a really good opportunity because I imagine it's a great way to learn and grow um, just kind of. Being able to man your own practice, but at the same time, having that support system, like you mentioned. Real quick, I I also went to UWM. What class were you? Like, when did you graduate?
1: Yeah, well, I guess it's kind of an interesting fact. I technically didn't graduate um, because I got into dental school a year early, Um, but I would have, I started in 2014. So I graduated high school in 2014. And then, so it would have been. 2017 but i was technically a few credits short of like an actual biology degree um but everyone i talked to said no just go to dental school don't worry about it so i have my dds but i do not have a bachelor of science degree
0: that's high level intel for any aspiring dentist listening out there uh, it's funny that I was actually 2016. So just like one year different.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: Yeah. Um, I was in business, so I don't know if we would have any, had any overlapping classes, but it's still cool to hear just cause it's such a small world. Right. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about my next question, but, but I'd like you to uh, maybe answer it in your own way. Mm-hmm. What's one X factor that separates you from other dentists?
1: Yeah. So I thought about this one for a while and I feel like, it's hard to I don't know, I guess still like being early in my career to pick something that would set me apart, but I would say like when I wake up in the morning the thing I think of that I want to do to make a difference in my patients' lives is is really just treating the patient as a whole and not just the tooth or the teeth. Um and I'm always trying to look at the big picture for the patient, um you know, their priorities, asking them their values and what I can do to help them achieve their goals. And I feel like what I've learned the most um, is just the Cadillac of treatments per se is not always what's best for every patient um, I work in a rural area, obviously, but you know we have all different demographics of patients um Plenty of people live up here that you know are snowbirds and so they have you know greater financial um flexibility than others, but some you know don't have that. But I think even, you know, depending who the patient is, it can, you know, you just have to look at the patient as a whole and see what's important to them and what you can do to try to help them achieve those goals. So that's what I try to do that I, you know, I think I find other dentists in the area maybe aren't doing. Um, So that's what I strive to do.
0: It's amazing. It's, uh, I think the more you care, the better care you can administer. Right. So, yeah, very simple, but very meaningful and very effective. What's one thing that your patients have taught you over the years?
1: Um, I would say what I've learned from them is that I should, like, not take anything for granted, just in life in general. And, you know, in our careers, um, they have always shared, you know, a lot of their personal lives with me. I feel like a lot of patients, they, when they trust you, they tend to open up to you and tell you, you know, hardships they're going through or even just hardships with their dental care. Um, And I think just being thankful for what you have and who you have around you and just the life you're living and trying to strive for like a work life balance. And for me, it's like prioritizing my family. And my friends, while also still prioritizing my patients. Um, So I guess just their attitudes toward life have challenged me to continue to prioritize things properly in my professional and personal life.
0: It's also great advice. Um, So so that was kind of something that your patients helped you learn. Uh, Spontaneous question, did you have... did you have like a mentor that, that has helped guide you up to this point or whether it's in dentistry or out of dentistry, feel free to take it any way you'd yeah. like.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say, I guess the dentist that I shadowed growing up, um, he is actually, he retired, but he was out of Brookfield, Wisconsin. So I think that's kind of near you guys. Um uh, yeah, Dr. Right Robert, yeah. Robert Sauer. Um, he, I guess, shadowing him a lot like he it always like wore on me how he would be able to you know see patients all day and then he would you know he had to leave to take care of his granddaughter or his daughter and I always just thought that was really like nice to have that as part of a career that you could have that flexibility um and have some balance there and so I feel like he helped me really first see that dentistry would allow me a decent work-life balance um and then I have I've had a few you know good mentors through Marquette Dental School um especially my group leaders which were Dr. Smithy and Dr. Peltz um they really helped you know us prioritize our time and just make sure we were getting everything we needed from dental school but then also making sure our mental health and everything else was taken care of as well.
0: It's amazing. It's just uh, good to hear about. So we do a lot of work with Marquette Dental School. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just interesting how so many connections are brought forth in just a single conversation. But how important is it, expanding off that, how important is it for dentists to work with a good dental lab? And why is that important?
1: Yeah, I um, like you said, we the dental school used you know, new art for, I think all of our cases, they work together. Um, And so actually coming out of dental school, I, my boss is okay with us using pretty much any lab, but I just kind of jumped into whatever the previous dentist had been using. Um, And it actually went kind of poorly (laughs) initially. So there were some issues, just crowns not fitting or it, it just was like, it was very rushed. Um, shades would be completely wrong, even though I wrote it on there correctly. Um, the, you know, the contour of the teeth was terrible. It was just bad. So it got to a point where I was like, okay, I need a new lab. And the first thing that popped in my head was to use new art because I was like, I always really appreciated the work that new art did for us, um, when I was in school. And so I got that, you know, set up and honestly, it's that's i've been using new art since then so it was it's been great um something that i really appreciated when i was in dental school was the you guys do the like in-house shade matching um and that was super helpful because i had quite a few aesthetic cases um and now that i live like 4 hours away obviously that's not really possible but um at least i can send photos and um a lot of you know, pictures and show the patient's, you know, face and their other teeth. And, you know, you guys have done a really great job matching even with, you know, limited resources, not being able to see the patient in person. But all that's been super helpful and they've all turned out beautifully. So I think it's definitely super important to have a good dental lab and someone who you can call and you actually know a person, you know, who works there is going to answer. The other lab we were using, it was like always somebody different. It was just... It's not a good experience to have to deal with that.
0: Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, have you ever been into New Art the Lab?
1: I actually have not. Um, I have not. I've thought about it, and I see that you guys do tours and have people visit often.
0: Yeah, no, I was just gonna say if you're ever in the area, definitely. uh You know, reach, shoot us a message on Instagram or, or reach out. Feel free to send an email, and, and we'd be happy to host you. And that, that invitation goes to anyone, really. Uh, we we believe that we can show people a lot better than we can tell them. And, you know, we're certainly uh, fully willing to tell people about all the great stuff that goes on here. But it's just a whole different ballgame, seeing it for yourself and and just like seeing the magic behind the scenes and all those people, those friendly faces like you're saying. So bonus question, Dr. Goetz, what advice would you give to aspiring dentists and other dentists out there just to maximize success in 2023 2024 and beyond because it wasn't that long ago when you were an aspiring dentist and uh it's just interesting hearing all these perspectives so i'd love to hear uh just your open thoughts on that
1: yeah um i would say just kind of going back to how i was able to, I don't know what you call it, leave undergraduate uh, UW-Milwaukee in three years and start dental school. Um, I would just say, try to work with your, if you're in you know undergraduate studies or, or thinking about starting that soon, definitely work with your advisors. Um, it is possible to graduate in three years or even, you know, get into dental school a year early. And I think that you know was great and and I actually wasn't the only one that you know like in our class that that happened to it happened to a few other students too um and so just you know be an advocate for yourself um when you're in the undergraduate time because (laughs) you can definitely get lost in the shuffle especially in a big school like UW-Milwaukee um but if you just advocate for yourself and tell them what you need and what you want and what's possible you know you could you could do that and you could save money and time by getting in a year early Um, and then just as far as, um, you know, in other aspects, I would just say the same thing about treating the patient as a whole. Um, I always tell patients, I'm like, this is the treatment I would do or suggest to you if you, you know, were my mom or my grandma or, you know, a family member. And I mean that, um. I don't tell patients to get treatment that I wouldn't want done on myself or a family members. So I think just being true to yourself is really the only way to gain genuine trust with your patients, and I think that's what will go furthest in these uncertain times we live in right now.
0: Amazing! Wow, that's it's such translatable advice, uh, you know, to a lot of people. How about this, Doctor Getz? Do you have any goals for the future?
1: Yeah, I would say some personal career goals would be expanding my knowledge of things like the tougher aspects of dentistry, like surgical extractions and molar endo. Um, Anyone who's in the field knows those are the toughest, usually the toughest things. Um, But living in a rural area, you know, the closest oral surgeon we have now is in Wausau, which is about an hour and 20 minutes away. Um, and same with an endodontist. So anytime I can help the patient out, you know, when they get to stay in their home, home dentist and and get the treatment they need without having to travel so far, they are super thankful. Um, And I, I do do, you know, surgical extractions and that as often as I can, but just expanding my knowledge, maybe taking a few more courses and being more proficient in that I think would be great to give back to my community and it would be helpful, you know, for myself to be able to offer that as well.
0: Yeah. Like you said, it sounds like a win-win opportunity where you could help the community and also, uh, you know, keep building the, the life you envision for yourself and your family as well. So that was fun. Um, Really want to thank you for coming on any final thoughts, Dr. Getz?
1: I don't think so. I think we've all covered it. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. I just want to thank everyone again for listening. This has been another great episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. One last thing I want to now remember, Dr. Getz, if someone is listening, you know, from the the Northwoods and, and they want to get in touch with you or they just want to reach out to you, maybe to ask a question or something like that, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. um, You could message my email. It is Anna Lynn Getz, So A-N-N-A-L-Y-N-N-G-O-E-T-Z at gmail.com. You can send me an email and I'd be happy to.
0: Perfect. I'll throw that in the show notes. Dr. Getz. thanks so much for joining us once again. Thank you everybody for listening. It's been another great episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. We'll talk to you soon. We're out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at dental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.